Give me someone who loves like me Up there on the TV or movie Anything would do Cause I've learned surviving isn't living And we deserve way more than A brief romance on an episode or two That we deserve Something unconventional Hey there, Klexiconers. You are listening to Unconventional, the official Klexicon podcast. I'm your hostess, Dana Pickley, and we are now like a month and some change out from Klexicon 2019. Since we last spoke, there has been a bunch of really cool announcements about Klexicon. Um, Amber Benson from Buffy was announced. The cast of Runaways... Can you believe? And if you are going to be by yourself at Klexicon, maybe, or you know what, even you just want to make some new friends, there will be, again, speed friending. And I am so geeked, I will be a co-host for the event. So I can't wait to meet so many of you on that Thursday event before Klexicon officially kicks off. In our last episode, we talked about something brand new that is happening at Klexicon this year. That's the Creator and Academic Labs. And this episode, we're going to be talking about something, a very important part of Klexicon that has been happening since the very beginning, and that is the film festival. This year, the festival has 19 short films, five feature films, 14 web series, including a few premieres, and three music videos. Like, that is a huge amount of queer content. So on this episode, I'm going to be chatting with creators and actors from three film festival entries. Get your tickets now. You won't want to miss this incredible film festival. Please welcome my next guest, Chelsea Woods, who is the director and co-writer of the short film, If This Is Wrong. Chelsea, please tell the Klexiconers a little bit about you. My name is Chelsea. Um, I am five uh, six from LA. <laughs> uh, uh, I am a filmmaker um, from originally from Pasadena, uh, but I traveled around a lot. Uh, ended up right where I started in LA, um, and uh, I've been in the film industry uh, since two thousand eleven. Um, and it's just really been uh, quite a ride. I'm really excited to be a part of Clexicon as. Uh, someone that's been a fangirl as well as a filmmaker since, you know, my teen years. It's just really such a pleasure to get to be a part of this. Um, it's, dare I say, a dream come true. Oh, <laughs> well, and I just dropped the bomb on Chelsea that Amber Benson is going to be a guest at Klexicon. So is this your first Klexicon or have you attended before? No, this is my first Klexicon. Oh, so welcome. Super stoked to be a part of the convention as well as attending. So. Oh, you're going to have so much fun. All right, but let's talk about your short. So in If This Is Wrong, your lead character, Maria, is obsessed with this popular buddy cop show that's just teeming with queer subtext. <laughs> It reminds me of a show I once knew, something like, um, sounds like a Pozzolian Smiles, but it's actually, uh, it's two, two men. <laughs> uh, and there's also talk about fan fiction and queer baiting. So did this inspiration come from your own experience? I mean, you talk about fangirl, you know, your fangirl past and present. So 
is this is this a little bit of you? Um, actually, this was, um, surprisingly enough, a uh, direct for hire sort of circumstance. So um, this came through uh, the American Film Institute Conservatory. Um, Francesca Dixon, who is uh, the co-writer and the editor, um, she actually pitched the film script uh, as one of her like completion projects uh, for her master's program. Um, and uh, there was just kind of a shuffle of directors around the many, many thesis projects that were happening. Um, and so the head of the thesis program contacted me um, because I am an alum um, of AFI through their directing workshop for women um, and uh, was like, this is a film about uh, black fangirls. I know you're really into Tumblr and stuff. Uh, would you want to sit down and, and chat with Ramsey about the project? And I was like, oh, absolutely. Uh, we ended up chatting for like two and a half hours just spanning across like uh, fandom and on Tumblr, the Star Wars fandom, which was kind of erupting. This was uh, the spring of 2016. Um, so, you know, just really kind of in the throes of the first wave of the new films coming out. Um, and uh, this film uh, called Slash uh, that we had both seen and uh, had had a kind of mixed feeling about. Um, it is a film that talks about fandom and kind of takes a more... I don't know, uh, I think a mainstream approach to fandom in a way that people just lose the nuance of what fandom really can be. Um, and especially being, you know, a story written by a guy um, and, uh, a, and a heteronormative guy at that. Um, I really, really wanted to take the opportunity to explore fandom from the people that make it. Um, that, I think, is kind of this missing step in the media um, as we kind of move forward with fandom, uh, especially in terms of inclusivity. I had the pleasure of getting a sneak peek of the film, and it looks fantastic. You did such a wonderful oh. job. There's there's a scene just right in the beginning of this, uh, you pan up to something and like pan down. It was just such a cool, it was just such a cool cinematography, it's a cinematography move. I was, I was impressed right off the bat time getting to use a crane oh uh, was, very, was, you're like put the crane shot in put it in you gotta put it in <laughs> it made it in the film which doesn't always happen for afi shorts so very very happy i'm glad you really enjoyed that so what role does fandom play in your life and what fam fandoms have you gravitated towards um the very first fandom that i uh kind of lurked in I would say I'm, I'm big time lurker you're a lurker all right <laughs> yeah, you know <laughs> um and I think that's because as a creator myself like and I've always been interested in creating I never felt fully comfortable putting myself in the space knowing that um you know I want to create and kind of having that slight divorce sure um but the very first was uh good old Lord of the Rings <laughs> uh right when the movies came out in like 2001 um, that was like when I first kind of got on the internet um, and discovered fanfiction.net. I was like, oh my God, we can have like other stories that aren't like written by Tolkien because that shit was really hard for me to read. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Tom Bombadil. I don't know, bruh. Um, and uh, so, yeah, it was just like a world opening up through discovering fanfiction and then from there kind of getting into fandom through different sites and landing on Tumblr. Why should people come and check out if this is wrong? Um, people should come check it out because I think so often we discuss 
wanting to make stuff like for us by us in a way um you know wanting us to support queer filmmakers filmmakers of color women they're trying to make their way into the industry and this is the opportunity to do that um i really wanted to make something that people could see themselves in um and and not just black queer fangirls any fangirl um so if you're looking for a film that's silly that's fun that has just a beautiful parody miami vice that just <laughs> really is where you always <laughs> wish it went we got you <laughs> so chelsea are you going to be uh, participating in any panels or are you just kind of are you lurking this year as well <laughs> Oh, no, this time I am coming front and center with my film. Uh, so I will. I just uh, was talking to Stacey and I'm going to join in on the filmmakers panel. Oh, terrific. Um, and I will also be there uh, for the screening. Uh, so if you have any questions, if you want to know more, uh, if you you know want to like and comment in person, I'm there. <laughs> How can people find you on the social medias? The social medias. I am uh, at the original CW on uh, Instagram. Uh, Tumblr and Facebook, I believe. Um, uh, I don't really use Twitter anymore. Um, but yeah, Instagram is the best place to stay updated and keep in touch. Well, you heard it here first, folks. Please check out Chelsea's film, If This Is Wrong. Thank you so much, Chelsea. Oh, not a problem. Thanks so much for having me, Dana. And can't wait to see all of y'all at Clexicon. <laughs> Please welcome to the podcast a friend of Clexicon and someone I'm very happy to talk to because she's oh so cool, actress and writer, Rachel Paulson. Rachel! How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you. So you're like a Clexicon super fan, aren't you? Because you've been to all the Clexicons. I literally was at the, I was at the very first one. I know you were on you yeah. were on a panel that I moderated. I know it was this remember it was like a surprise. We were yeah, you're like well. there you were. <laughs> I was like, here I am, what should I do? <laughs> well, Rachel, for those who may not be familiar with you, tell us a little bit about you and also your film, Good Kisser. Um, okay, so I am a writer and actress. I live in Los Angeles. I've got uh a couple of, I've got a web series out right now that is called Dating Zoe. I do um, a bunch of Instagram stuff. I'm like grossly an influencer, <laughs> but truly the, the case. Um, and then Good Kisser is a film that I have that is, I think, doing a preview at Classicon this year. Right. You are and part of is, the film festival. Yes, yes. And it is a basically a love triangle kind of gone wrong um, in the LGBT world. So basically my character Kate kind of sets up this threesome uh, to have her and her girlfriends have a threesome with this other girl and all this stuff turns out happening where you find out that she's already slept with this person and like she's in love with her and there's all of these, you know, secrets revealed. Spoiler! Uh, (laughs) Yeah, very, very, very bad and naughty. So yeah, I'm really excited about it though. So that's, it's good. Apparently it's picture locked now, which I'm excited about. Well, explain to us what that means. Oh, so, okay. So picture lock basically in our, in our world means that all of the uh, photography is done and the edit is almost completely close to being ready to be shown or seen by someone. 
So it's yeah. going to be fresh and ready for Clexicon. That's right. Fresh and ready. <laughs> so this is your third Clexicon. Why, why do you think it's so important as a creator and a performer to attend? Um, I think, you know, it was so cool. When I first went, I actually just went on like the coattails of someone else. I had no idea even that it existed. And someone was like, oh, I'm going to this, this, you know, huge fan conference for LGBT content in, you know, in Vegas, you want to come? And I kind of went there and it was such a beautiful thing. And it was so wonderful and cool to see, you know, all of these things. And I, and I think it's really important because there's nothing else like it. And I think there's so many you know, voices and stories and fans and things that really, there is no place where all of those people can kind of meet each other and, and, and meet their fans and like really see that these people really have a face and, and are real people and are like supportive and are, you know, doing all of these things because they love it and because it's like a real passion for them. And a lot of them are, are really gay or like love to, you know, love to portray queer characters or LGBTQ characters or whatever. And I think that's so important in our, world right now to kind of know that that's there and it's a safe place for people and it's kind of I think it's like such a wonderful thing and I I, I probably won't ever miss one <laughs> <laughs> well what have been some of your favorite experiences from past Clexicons? um I mean I think one of the coolest things for me is like I am like a celebrity there it's like so funny it's like, I, I'm like, oh, I used to like bartend at this restaurant and then I go to Clexicon and I'm like, oh my God, people are literally like walking down the, the hotel hallway, like Rachel, Rachel, like screaming my name. And I'm like, hi. Uh, and then they like know all of my work and like, it's just so amazing to have that happen. I think that's really cool. Um, and then I think it's really awesome that there's a bunch of uh, volunteers that are like, that, that come and like work so hard there mm-hmm. and it's just like crazy. They're the best. They're the best. And it's like they just come and they're so involved. And um, I actually met a girl last year that I like stayed friends with and stayed in touch with. And she was a volunteer at the at Clexicon last year. And that was a really cool experience for me. And being honestly, I've never been on a panel like that. And that was really that's kind of very, very cool as well to have a whole room of people listening to what all of you are saying as well. So <laughs> What would you tell people who are considering getting a film festival passed? Like, oh, should I get it? Should I get it? Like, what, why do you think people should attend the film festival? I mean, I think, I, I, isn't this the first year it's happening, the film festival? No, like, they've, um, happened oh, no, yeah. they've been having, oh, okay. yeah, since the beginning, there's been, uh, there's been previews of, of films and shorts and things like that. So, yeah, but I think this is the biggest it's been, if I'm not, cr- if I'm correct. Yeah, so I, I would say, I mean, first of all, who doesn't, there's so much, you know, lesbian content out there that never, or gay content out there that never gets seen because no one knows that it exists. Mm-hmm. So like, I think it's really cool to have the ability to go in and have like previews of these things and know that they're coming and then be able to then pass on that word or be able to watch them when they do come out. Um, and also I, I think it's really important to support that kind of content. And, you know, if you are in that community and in, in the world that I'm in and in the community that I'm in, you know, and you're a fan of all of this stuff, I think it's really cool and really important to kind of be there and be supportive of the stuff that, you know, your peers are making as well. Um, so I think that's cool to have a past that. And also like, for me, it's like for good kisser, who doesn't want to see a lesbian threesome, you know, <laughs> like, like who doesn't want to see that? <laughs> so there, <laughs> so there. it's like, I want to, I want to see that. Like, you know, like I want to watch that. <laughs> 
So check out Good Kisser at the Clexicon Film Festival. And Rachel, where can folks find you on social media? Uh, on social media, I am on Instagram at Paulson, like the letter R, the letter U, and then Paulson. Um, and then on Twitter, I'm Paulson. I've had it since I was 17, so... <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's so awesome to talk to you. We will talk more in Vegas. Definitely. I will see you then. As our last guests for this episode, this this (laughs) film festival featurette on Unconventional, please welcome to the podcast writer Kelsey O'Regan and actor Anisha Adusumili. Yay! <laughs> All right. Hey. The two of you are with Biffle the series. Heck yes, we are. Can you please tell me what the heck does Biffle stand for? <laughs> That's like the number one question we're not supposed to address. <laughs> um, it's not so okay. So here's my answer. For me, it's not so much what Biffle stands for as it is what Biffle means. Okay. And what Biffle, and what Biffle means is community and friendship and just being there for one another and just it's it's whatever you need it to be that is what biffle means that is very very vague the movement yes you're intentionally being obtuse and i don't know what to think about that i can appreciate that (laughs) well we find out more at clexicon about that about what Biffle stands for yes. or about what Biffle means. Oh, Kelsey, you better quit it. <laughs> I'm the writer. I never quit it. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm running into a wall with this. Um, so, okay. So where did the series, the idea for this series come from, Kelsey? Yeah. So I came up with the bones of it for NaNoWriMo um, multiple years ago. And obviously my NaNoWriMo ideas never actually get written. They just like, I get the concept and then I run out of time to do literally anything about it. Um, but then I ended up doing, um, I was a super low-key script supervisor for my friend um, Karen Bensinger's Probable Robot feature. Then Carmilla was at its peak, so I was like super into like serialized script mode type stuff. And I just kind of fell in love with um, the way scripts are written and how it translates to the visual. So I just kind of started putting it down on paper. And then here we are, basically. So no personal connection or is there like to the plot or yeah um there are lots of what I like to say is that each character represents a slightly different piece of me like Jill is kind of who I connect with the most um but then like Taylor kind of represents my struggles with mental mental health and then Chloe represents experiences I've had with friends and you know everybody kind of is a different piece of me and then together they just like are kind of who I feel like I am as a person just like across the board basically. So they're nothing, you know, directly related to my life, but just bits and pieces of experiences and people that I know and just things that have popped up wherever, whenever, and just kind of everything smushed into one super like gay c- casserole, if you will. <laughs> Delicious gay casserole. Okay. <laughs> well, Anisha, I was looking up your your IMDB and you have quite an impressive resume. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about your character, Jill. Uh, well, the number one word that always comes up is awkward. Jill <laughs> equals awkward. Jill awkward is like the middle name and last name. Um, <laughs> um, but no, I think Jill just has a really huge heart. And honestly, I think all the characters in Biffle do. But Jill truly has such a huge heart. And like, 
in that desire to like share her heart and like then also be reciprocated with that heart like the awkwardness the pursuit of that yields awkward all the time well you know there's nothing we love more than like an awkward queer well, it's like great intentions, well, yeah. just terrible execution. That's kind of <laughs> <laughs> yes, totally. totally. Um, yeah, but super, just super lovable. And you know, even through the mistakes or whatever that might not, the landings, the missed landings, and things like that, it's just still so relatable. Jill is so relatable. All right. So, why did you decide to bring the premiere to Clexicon? It. I mean. Where else would you do it? You know, like it's literally. I mean, that's how I feel. But exactly right. Yeah, it's it's one of the biggest gatherings of you know queer women on the planet, and like, um, actually, you know, when all the Lexus stuff went down, um, I was already going through a lot of stuff, and Biffle was one of those things that like kind of kept me going. So the fact that I can like take what essentially is my love letter to the queer community and bring it to the con that was established because of that terrible thing. Like it's kind of an amazing full circle moment for me. So. And Anisha, had you, have you attended before or is this going to be your I've first never, year? It's going to be my first year and I've heard so many amazing things. I'm truly excited. This is like the one thing in 2019 that I've been looking forward to. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I think we can we can all pretty much say that. That's for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, so the premiere is going to happen at Clexicon, the first 3 episodes, correct? Correct. All right. Unfortunately, only the first 3. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, we all have short attention spans. That's perfect. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Why would you tell people who are attending Clexicon to also come to the film fest? It's important to see our stories mirrored back to us. Um, That's just always the beauty of storytelling in general and artistic expression. And the more we show up for each other, it's just, you know, Kelsey and I have talked about this before. A big part of why we love to create is to help people feel alone. And we really want to share this story so people can feel like they're not alone in a lot of their experiences. And that'll be a big part of the film festival. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, that's a huge part of it, and um, I just want, I cannot emphasize enough, like, me as a creator, like, I, all the things that have come before us, like, all the queer ships, like, all the fandom experiences, all the, all the heartbreaks, all the really unfair plot twists, you know, like, I've been through all that right alongside everybody, like, I'm one of you, like, we are all in this together, I'm not just, like, you know, up on this, you know, this whole, this whole separate plane of creatordom, like, I... I've been here for, for all of that. And then this is kind of my response slash rebuttal to, you know, all of that, whether for better or for worse. And, you know, kind of my response and appreciation of the good, you know, whatever. So I'm one of you. Please watch my thing. <laughs> how yeah. how can people find Biffle on social media or, you know, that sort of thing? Like, where 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 do you live? Um, yeah, so Twitter and Twitter. Facebook are Facebook. Biffle <laughs> Series. <laughs> Instagram the whole series, yeah. And Instagram that's just so you know, that's B-F, no, B-I-F-L. So it's not, yeah. <laughs> like, like the first half of it is by. Like, just remember, remember it that way. Okay. Um, and then, Uffle. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's by Florida. <laughs> by Florida. So, perfect. So on wow, Twitter really. and Facebook is where most of the action is happening. 
Yes, we are in and the process Instagram. of constructing a website, but that'll come a little bit later. We're kind of, we have a lot of moving pieces going on, but the, the most of the announcements come through Twitter. So as long as you're there, you're not going to miss a thing. Awesome. Yeah, and Instagram is great too. We have awesome visuals there. Like we're doing, a, you know, Wednesday meet the meet the the crew, and then Monday meet the cast, and a lot of behind the scenes right. footage that you'll be able to see. And you've got a great Instagram. cast. You've got you've got out, you've got out actors, and you've got Mandala Rose. You've got Haviland Stillwell. Like it's it's a great cast. You don't even know the half of it. You do know the half of it, but like you also don't. I'm just saying that right now. This is such a great cast. It was unreal being on set with everybody. Yeah. We will see you very shortly in Las Vegas. Yes. Oh my gosh, we can't wait. I got to book my flight. (laughs) Yeah, you got to get on that. (laughs) We get all our our looks. Yeah. Absolutely. And that is going to do it for this episode of Unconventional. You can find Clexicon on social media at Clexicon. And you can find me on social media at Dana Pickley. That's two C's, one L. The time is getting closer, Clexiconers. So let the official countdown begin. And until next time, this is Dana Pickley swearing fealty to you. We deserve.